Well, that's verse two, and we're done. But before we go, let me ask you, how does Revelation 6 fit in with all the rest of the Bible? Is what we just read verified by the rest of the Bible? Is this what the Bible says is gonna happen? Since God inspired all the scripture, is this section of the Bible consistent with the rest of the Bible? And what is amazing is the first four elements, those first four horsemen exactly correspond with the first four descriptions Jesus makes in Matthew 24. In fact, if you would take the time, in Matthew 24, 4, Jesus says, take heed that no one deceives you, for many are gonna come in my name saying I am the Christ. That's the first thing Jesus says. What's the first seal? A white horse that brings peace into all the earth. How do we know it brings peace? Look in your Bibles in Revelation 6 and look, look at verse three. It says that the second horseman in verse three takes peace from the earth. That means that the first horseman brought peace to the earth. And so horseman one, deceptor, uh, deception and deceiver. Seal one that's described in Matthew 24, deceivers. You know what the second thing Jesus describes in Matthew 24? Nations against nations, kingdom against kingdom. What's the second horseman, the red horseman bring? Warfare and killing. What's the third thing Jesus says in Matthew 24, seven? There will be famines. What's the fourth horseman, or I mean the third horseman? Black famine and weighing the grain they don't have enough of. Next, Jesus said there'll be pestilence and earthquakes. What's the fourth seal? The pale horse of death, as there's pestilence stalking the planet. And it doesn't stop with the first four. Matthew 24, nine, Jesus talks about delivering up believers to tribulation and killing them. And the fifth seal are the martyrs of the tribulation. The next thing Jesus talks about is the sun will be darkened in Matthew 24, 29. What is the sixth seal? The sun turns black like sackcloth and the moon darkens to be like blood red. It exactly tracks. So Revelation 6 follows exactly the same plan or script for what God has decided, and it's what Jesus said in Matthew 24, it's what John illustrates in Revelation 6, and it's exactly in sequence with all of the Old Testament prophets and everything they said. So, we started this morning with the doctrine of inspiration. God actually breathed out his word. It's flawless and eternal. A second doctrine that we need to hold as tightly as we hold inspiration is this, that the inspired God has given us a map of the future, and that's called prophecy or eschatology. And if you remember, Matthew 24 is the longest answer to any question Jesus ever gave. I mean, people ask him about everything. They ask him about where he came from, who he was, why he was dying. Do you know what he gave the longest answer to? What's coming in the future? So that should remind us because there are four entire chapters in the Gospels packed with inspired divine truth to answer questions about the end of days or the doctrine of eschatology. And that's an amazing way God emphasizes that it's very important to him and it should be important to us. One last thought, and I love this. How does Jesus, not prophetic conference speakers, 
Not people that like to be intriguing on the radio and always saying things to get people's attention. How does Jesus want us to apply what, what we've seen in Revelation 6? I mean, what possible application could there be of the tribulation to us that he's promised he's going to deliver us from that wrath to come? How are we supposed to apply this? This is just an introduction, but maybe for some of you, you know, I'm always meeting with uh, people, and one of the things they say is, could you tell me something? I just need help. I don't know where to start studying my Bible. And I love to suggest something to them and, and, and check up with them and see if they did it. Well, if you're one of those that aren't sure where you're going to read this week, let me just share this with you to close. Jesus applied the coming of the tribulation by telling five quick stories. If you notice, right after Jesus finishes with all of the horrors of the tribulation, he goes into five quick parabolic stories. That's the end of Matthew 24 and all of 25. And the theme of every story was Jesus applying the end of time scenario to the everyday lives of people that weren't going to go through the end of days, that were alive right then, and us. And basically, Jesus said, this is how you apply the truth of the tribulation to your living today. And, and I'll, just, I'll just read to you the five stories, okay? Number one, in Matthew 24, 32 to 35, Jesus said, know my plan. And if you read that story, he says, I want you to know my plan. I want you to know what's coming. So you know what that means? Learn the doctrine of eschatology. Number two, in Matthew 24, 36 to 44, Jesus said, keep watching, I'm coming quickly. Do you know what the lesson is? We don't know when he's gonna come for us. He's gonna come at the time we least expect it. And many Christians are gonna be so taken up with this time of prosperity and peace, and finally the stock market is gonna be worth something, and finally we're not gonna have to worry about our food being poisoned, you know, and, and the terrorists coming, that they're gonna be Christians as these times start coming that are going to be deceived. Jesus said, don't let this time deceive you. Now, I'm not saying that the Christians are gonna be in the tribulation, but this is gonna be a workup. There's going to be coming a time when everything is gonna be stabilizing and getting better, and Christians are gonna be, wow, this is great. And the Lord says, keep watching, I'm coming quickly, don't be deceived. Matthew 24, 45 to 51, Jesus said, avoid distractions. Matthew 25, the first 13 verses, Jesus said, remember, there's no second chance. Live for what counts now while you can. And finally, Matthew 25, 14 to 30 has a very simple theme. Don't waste your life. God's already told us a plan. He's already told us how it's all gonna end. He's already told us why he saved us. Don't waste your life. Live for what I saved you to do. That's the message of how Jesus applied the tribulation.